0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special January 3rd edition of Talking Tolkien. Now, I know you might be asking yourself, what's so special about January 3rd? And if you are asking yourself that question, you are not a big enough Tolkien fan. (laughs) Katie, you want to take it away on this day in actual Earth?
1: Yeah, so this day in actual Earth, uh, our dear good friend, John Ronald Rule Tolkien, was born in 1892. yeah. Again, not not a day in Middle Earth, but a day that we should absolutely recognize. Um,
0: and I, sh- I you should add that he was not born in the United Kingdom, but rather in Bloemfontein, South in Africa. South
1: Africa, right?
0: I really hope I pronounced that correctly. I'm sure I didn't.
1: I'm actually not sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> um, I'm not all that familiar with South African naming conventions. Uh, but yeah, there we go. So today's very special day. Um, it's customary on this day to give a toast and the toast is very simple so at 9pm is kind of the day or the the time rather of day and you have your drink, whatever you have and you stand everybody's standing we're totally (laughs) standing right now yes and it's quite simple really, raise your glass the professor there you go. And then you take a sip.
0: To the professor. For real
2: toast to the professor mm-hmm. tonight.
1: Yeah. So you take a sip of your drink and then, you know, enjoy the rest of your drink. Uh, I also like to... Uh, I mean, no- normally on this day I'll watch all the movies or read my favorite passage from the books, maybe. Or just sit around and gab about Tolkien with people. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so i I, I kind of want to just informally briefly discuss maybe like some some favorite things that have really stood out to us from 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 Tolkien and as well from what we've been doing because not only is January 3rd Tolkien's birthday, it's our birthday as well. So we've been uh, doing this project for an entire year now, which is insane to think about. Um, but yeah. We've had a lot of fun. <laughs> so my, I, uh, I, I won't quote it directly because I didn't look it up. I'm a bad kid and I didn't write it out for, for myself. But I do want to mention kind of, I think my favorite quote in all of Tolkien, all of the vastness that is out there is that whole pity exchange between Gandalf and Frodo about <laughs> Gollum in The Fellowship of the Ring. Because I think it's just so great. It's beautiful. Um, you know, Gandalf is giving him a, a, a little bit of a lesson in what it is to be a person, really. Um, you know, not not being eager to deal out judgment and saying that even the very wise cannot see everything. So you know, it's not our place to 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 decide whether people live or die. And I think that's. Uh, a very timeless message and it's one of my favorite bits throughout everything that I've ever read from Tolkien
2: oh oh okay (laughs) Uh, oh man for me this has been a full year of just from the Silmarillion to the Hobbit uh, to the Fellowship of the Ring and to be fair Out of all of them, the one I have liked the most so far has been the Fellowship of the Ring. Mm -hmm. But if I were to pick out something that stood out for me this entire time, it was from The Hobbit. It was the last thing that was said to um, Bilbo (laughs) by, oh man, Thorin. Mm -hmm. The last things that he's supposed to... And he didn't even speak to him about, not necessarily how you know, these grand sweeping themes that seem to encompass the series for the most part and the ones we talk about how like, oh, a small person can do so much or things like that. No, he just said if like a little bit of what the Hobbits had could have been brought into this, we probably could have saved so much more.
1: Yeah, the whole thing about enjoying good food and yes. song and dance and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And since then that I think we read that in like when did we read that? We started it's the like- Hobbit in May. And we ended it at the end of the summer. summer, summer? Yeah, it was like August or September or something. So that was around August or something when we read that. And I remember that was like the first moment where this whole thing actually made me like choke up and Mm -hmm. like tear up. And that has stuck with me for the most part from this year.
1: Yeah, that's pretty great too.
0: Yeah. For me, I guess it's just been like this a reawakening or a re um, commitment to the ability to read fiction, because basically since I started college, I just haven't been able to read and enjoy fiction. Um, And, you know, I, I feel like that's a problem that a lot of academics have because you're trained to close read text and you kind of get into the situation where you can't turn that off. And, you know, I can probably number on, both hands the number of fiction books I've read in the past five years but all of a sudden I am voraciously reading them not just for this podcast but outside of it and in fact I am currently obsessed with Elena Ferrante's uh, Neapolitan novels series which I am like 700 pages in and I think they probably number something around 1500 pages total and, you know, where, where did I get this ability or this lust to read uh, an incredibly dense, very, very long work? Well, like, I, f- I feel like that's fairly obvious. So,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I guess for me, it's really just this, this rediscovery that I'm, I'm I'm in a position in life again, where I can enjoy fiction.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that reminds me of another uh, a, a Tolkien quote. That's another one of my favorites. Um, and it kind of goes along exactly with what you're saying. And it's, um. He said, and I don't remember where this came from, uh, where if it was in the letters or uh, I feel bad. But anyway, it's um, he said uh, it is a curse. Having the epic temperament in an overcrowded age devoted to snappy bits. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Which, Which I think. It can really apply, Holy crap <laughs> apply like, to anyone who tries to read Tolkien
2: <laughs> no like I I can t- oh wow <laughs> like we've done this for a year yeah and nothing has felt like tolkien has literally grabbed me from the past and like took me by the shoulder and said listen to me until you just said that and I know you were probably don't remember it exactly but something about the way you just said that was like he was like grabbing me through history and like saying that at me wow
1: yeah so yeah I know I I really think yeah Tolkien taught us on we've talked about this before about you know this book especially being like the father of all fantasy right He he, he teaches you how to really appreciate grandiose things
2: <laughs> oh right yeah like j- just history it's like he has made works to highlight the things that he loves most he loves language he loves archaeology he loves history and all of those things come into play in this storyline yeah or are these books for the most part yeah. from one you know having a story like I'm not really going to throw the Silmarillion in that, but I'm just going to say through the Hobbit and the uh, Lord of the Rings, just the overwhelming weight of history upon them. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I can really yeah. dig it.
2: You know, <laughs> Tolkien is the prime example of write about what you know and write and write about what you love. Yep. I mean, is ultimately the thing to take from uh, th- well, that I've learned. I've, from I know this. and love
0: Hobbits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> And magical
0: jewelry
2: I know I could I could empathize With the love That hobbits have With stuff So you know
1: Yeah So
2: well, of course If
1: you want Go
0: ahead <laughs> um, if, if you would like Listeners uh, Please do send us An email Right on our Facebook page Or tweet at us Telling us What you like About You know Your relationship With Tolkien And hopefully What you like About the first year Of our podcast
2: well, and also to give a bit of like inside baseball about how we have done this podcast over the course of the year, we started this. Uh, so we started this in December of 2014. We were sitting around talking about this idea. Yeah. And because I knew nothing about Lord of the Rings, I knew nothing about Tolkien. All I knew was the movies and stuff like that. And so we were like, "Let's do this. Let's read The Silmarillion and let's let's record a podcast where we record each chapter." Well. You guys know this, but I don't know if the listeners know this. When I started reading The Silmarillion, it was so I've had like not a horrible year, but I've had a rough year. When I read the first chapter of The Silmarillion, I was on my way to my grandfather's funeral. Yeah. Like I was on my way to Ash Flat, Arkansas, to my grandfather's funeral, and I was still like in this like haze of not of like in shock and not knowing what to feel, because like my grandfather was a big part of my childhood and my life. And so it was like I kind of feel like I came to like like into the Silmarillion and stuff in the moments when I was trying to like coming to terms with losing my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so like I mean, to be clunky about it, I mean, in in the end, like I feel like in this stuff I kind of like found uh, Some appreciation for like What the past can truly mean To people While also trying to like Come to terms with this great loss In my life So That is ultimately kind of like What this podcast has kind of been Built upon
1: mm-hmm. And
2: inside of me So That's a little <laughs> A little like Insight aspects And I feel like I've been kind of like, Holding that in Until <laughs> we were You know A year later And like really thinking back on it Yeah that's heavy. <laughs> I have to be honest, when I first read the first chapter of Silmarillion, I kind of did read it kind of going, "What have I signed up for?" Oh no. And I didn't start better. fully appreciating it and getting it until about The Hobbit, but mm. having read the having read the Silmarillion, which I have to be honest, y'all gave me something in this past year that I never thought I'd ever have. I have the Silmarillion in my brain. <laughs> And I can like reference it. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? You know? That's what. That's what. The, that's what this is all have, has yeah. given me.
1: I mean, honestly, what? Yeah, we're uh, working our way through a world. So, I yeah, I'm I'm very thankful for it. I, I it's been so much fun for me to go back and really deeply, kind of digest and. Try to analyze and and find and finding new new perspectives too on on things that um, you're familiar with but hadn't really looked into deeply for a while. Uh, it's been really interesting to kind of rediscover and um, find like different different perspectives from, yeah. from some things. Because again, you know, I'm 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 reading this now as I, I'm a little older than I was the last time that I read it. So,
2: well, and also yeah. I can. Usually when I try to encounter other things people are like really big fans of or really like, I don't get much from it. This is like one of the few times where I'm starting to get, this is starting to become my own thing as well. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to like grasp onto it and get the love and the admiration for it. So, it, yeah.
1: Yay. <laughs> I, I get like, it. I like to pull people in. <laughs> Tolkien was a cool
2: dude. Very cool. He put a lot of like work into these books.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all for now.
1: Yep. That's all really happy birthday to Ronald and happy birthday (laughs) to us.
0: (laughs) And we'll see you on our regularly scheduled Thursdays. Thank you for listening to Talking Tolkien. You can find us online at TalkingTolkien.com and you can send us an email to theprofessor at TalkingTolkien.com.
1: We are also Talking Tolkien on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, and Stitcher. If you're an iTunes subscriber and you like what you hear, please be sure to give us a rating and review.
2: We also have a Patreon account where you can donate as little as $1 per month to help us grow our podcast and help with expenses such as microphones and server space. Every little bit is appreciated.